Hi, I'm Derek Dingle, and this is Chasing Success. A recent study by the Institute for Policy Studies and Prosperity Now reveals that by 2053, the median wealth for African-Americans will be zero and Latino family wealth isn't far behind. So what steps should we take to reverse this trend and start building multi-generational wealth? With me are two experts to tell us how Blacks and Latinos can secure their financial future. Raquel Odin, Managing Director and Head of National Sales for J.P. Morgan Chase Consumer Bank, and Janelle Espinal, Director of Educational Outreach at NextGen Personal Finance. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to jump into this conversation. Raquel, please share with us the advice that you received on money when you were younger and how that advice shaped your outlook on money and wealth. I always say that's the greatest question to start with. I have the fortune of being the daughter of two very hardworking immigrant parents and their focus when they came to this country was 100% focused on me getting a great education. And as part of that, uh, they were very committed to savings. So I learned that the importance of savings and the importance of focusing on an education was really what was going to make me successful in life. Part of that journey that I experienced with my parents included the fact that they actually thought debt was a bad thing. So they always were focused on paying for everything in cash. So I grew up understanding that if I was going to buy a home or if I wanted to buy a car, I'd have to save enough and pay for it all in cash. I think as we all learn later on in life, there is good debt um, and there is good credit. And I learned that lesson when I got to college, because when I got to college, I wasn't even get a credit card. And the reason why I had no credit history, because I had been paying for everything in cash. So while I learned the rigor of savings from my parents, I didn't learn the other side of it, which was around credit, which is why it's important that we have these conversations and teach each other these lessons. I think a lot of us may view money by how our parents or family members view the money. Janelle. How can we start to change money behaviors in a way that empowers Black and Latino communities to build generational wealth? Just like the name suggests, our goal is to try to get personal finance to the next generation. I, I would definitely say one of the main issues that we're seeing is that lack of information. Regardless of what you do after high school, whether it's college, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's a trade, whether it's joining the military, whether it's a family business, you need financial literacy. No matter what job you do, no matter where you end up, you got to pay bills. You got to provide security for yourself and your family. For me, um, you know, I'm a daughter of immigrants. My parents didn't even get a chance to really study in, in their home country. So the reality is most of our parents didn't learn this when they were in school. And so at the end of the day, it's common sense that these are the types of topics that we need to be talking about everything from banking and budgeting to saving to investing to paying for college taxes insurance understanding all the different kind of buckets that that go under personal finance which now more than ever we have a direct line of access to wealth building tools in a way that none of our previous generations have had before so in terms of reinforcement uh how do you reinforce these um uh, lessons the learnings at home yeah, I, I love this question because in order for this to be effective, we got to pair it with the just-in-time, you know, um, environment. So, for example, if students are about to apply to college and they need to fill out the FAFSA, then they need to learn about FAFSA right as they're about to fill out the FAFSA. It doesn't make sense to teach it to them in the seventh grade when, when they don't need it until junior year of high school or, or senior year of high school. So it's really important that we do it at the right time. 
you know, once you're a teenager, you get your first job and, you know, you really start understanding what it takes to earn money. Uh, and so that's when it really makes sense, makes sense to come in and do that just in time education, teaching them how to open a checking account, how to open a savings account. You know, what are the different brokerage accounts available to them if they're under 18, you know, being that they uh, wouldn't be able to open an account on their own. It'd be important for them to learn about custodial brokerage accounts. So these are the types of lessons I think really matter and they do carry back to the home. Anybody can pick up their phone and download an app and begin investing in ETFs or index funds. I mean, that's, that's absolutely the ideal situation, right? Where parents are learning alongside with their, uh, with their children. So I imagine social media and other digital platforms are useful tools and provide access to resources. Bringing it back to money management behaviors, what are some of the key steps for Black and Latino communities to build multi-generational wealth. If you want to build wealth, you have got to have money in many different buckets. You can have a checking account, a savings account, a brokerage account. You can have a health savings account, a 401k, uh, maybe other types of retirement accounts like IRAs. You can have real estate properties. Maybe you own a business. You have some entrepreneurial projects. Now, when you add all these things in, You've got a beautiful, colorful pie chart where you've got money spread through so many different types of um, you know, avenues. That's true diversification. Raquel, as head of national sales, share with us your personal mission to close the racial wealth gap and address the low levels of generational wealth in Black and Latino communities. It's great when your, your job can meet your purpose all at the same time. What I'm so proud of, uh, that we really get to have impact with the brown and black community and really focus on the things that create creation, which is home ownership and small business ownership. I have the honor of focusing on our branches, our 4,700 branches across the country uh, where we serve the community. And I, the key word there that we serve, we serve the community. And as part of that, I always tell people, I welcome you to enter any of our branches and ask for a financial health checkup because you really need to assess where you are and sitting down with a banker with no judgment, no shame, doesn't matter where you are, assess where you are. Um, why that's important is not only in our 4,700 branches, we have committed ourselves to what we're calling community branches that are primarily focused in black and Latinx neighborhoods. Uh, we currently have 12 and we'll have 17 of them by, 20, by the end of 2022. So what are the practical steps for individuals in black and Latino communities to build generational wealth? When I think about the steps that you need to take to build generational wealth in the Black and Brown community, it's no different than the white community. Believe it or not, home ownership is the first step of that, of actually owning your first home. Additionally, small businesses, owning your own business. So if you think about the work that we're doing at J.P. Morgan uh, Chase, we've committed $30 billion to our racial equity. And the intent of that is to focus on Brown and Black people, specifically around home ownership and small business ownership. Then the one where many brown and black people don't engage, which is investing. Really figure out how you could be part of the market. But really what it starts with is really having that support. And I always want to be clear about that. We all have a role in this and we have to be supportive. And education is the first step of it. But then I always tell people, tell that truth to others. Because if we are able to carry the story forward, we know we're very good in our communities. When we go to our churches, right, and the things that we do in our communities, it's important that when we've figured out this equation, that we're sharing it with all uh, those that look like us. Thank you both for joining us and providing such vital information. Well, I want to thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. And for more information, visit jpmorganchase.com slash impact.